0: Mama. Welcome to the Work at Home Boss Mama podcast. I'm your host, Saber Gilbert, self-made mompreneur and virtual assistant. I can't wait to answer your questions and get you going on your journey to becoming a work at home boss mama. Let's get started. Hey, Mama. So what were you doing this time last year? What about the year before that? Or before that? I'll admit, I don't always remember what I was doing in December of previous years, but I do know that three years ago, my BA biz was just a starting thought. We are officially going on the three-year anniversary of running my business, and so I wanted to um, talk about some of the main things that you should do when starting your business. But first, I wanted to go a little bit down memory lane. So Gemma, my oldest, was only five she was yeah just about to turn five months old right before Christmas um and once again I was being asked to come in on my day off I only got two days off a week at my previous job and they were never the same days it was always kind of randomized after Gemma was born I was able to get it decently close to at least being within the same three day period because we had to have set days of going to daycare. And I didn't want to have to take her to daycare on one of my days off. So it was really important to me. And I talked to my boss about having it set days that I would have off. I just kind of had to deal with it then barely ever being on the weekend that I could get off and have the same time as my husband had off. So that was really frustrating, and I had made it super clear that if I was having a day off, I could not come in, because I obviously had my daughter with me that day, and it just wasn't possible. Um, That doesn't mean that they didn't still try to expect me to come in practically all the time, or say there was an emergency with a foster animal, and I was expected to either call the foster parent or expected to actually come in and fix the situations, of course, on my day off and basically for free since I was doing that position for free already on top of um, working full time in the office. But I didn't go in, um, obviously, because I was home with my daughter that day. But then also then within a few days, I would then have to experience working a... um, over a 10-hour shift, and doing a 10-hour shift frequently happened all the time. Um, But on this day, it was definitely, I feel like it was closer to almost like 11 or 12, and Gemma always went to daycare a couple of hours before I even went into work, and so I had already had at least a 14-hour day away from my infant daughter, who was breastfeeding, and it just... It was extremely frustrating. I remember coming home crying because Gemma, by that time, was already in bed and fed another bottle, so as I sat down to pump, I started researching all the ways I could try to work from home. I tried MLMs. Um, That wasn't working because that was something I'd kind of already started and was like, oh, someday maybe I'll be able to come home with this. Yeah, that was going extremely slow. Um, I'd been trying to monetize a blog for years, but that was just really slow as well, especially since I wasn't the best at being consistent with it, especially with a new baby working a full-time, very demanding job. Um, and at this point, and, and still, we have four animals, two dogs, a cat, and a chinchilla. Um, so things get a little crazy around here sometimes. Um, I started looking into local jobs that maybe had better part-time hours or work at home options, but none of those really looked enjoyable or flexible enough for what we needed either. What I really, really wanted was just to be a stay-at-home mom, but with a new baby, a new mortgage, and a husband in grad school, that wasn't happening either. So finally, I hit Pinterest because Pinterest is one of my number one go-to search engines. It's not social media. It's a search engine. Just want to put that out there right now. Um, but I did end up coming across an article about being a virtual assistant. And that kind of intrigued me since I'd already been running a blog um, and doing different things like that. Some like graphic design and stuff beforehand as well. So that really caught my eye and I started researching and researching and I joined all the Facebook VA job groups and I applied to any position that I saw and that was literally at any point of the night. I was literally, while I was breastfeeding in the middle of the night, um, scanning those job groups for anything that sounded even remotely interesting and trying to apply. But it, it took me a couple of weeks, but I realized that that wasn't working because I wasn't doing it in a way that felt good to me. So I obviously wasn't coming off as a good applicant because it wasn't the way I actually enjoyed or felt like I was portraying myself correctly. So that's definitely one of the things that um, is why I started this podcast was to be able to help you get a better start than I did Um, Because I definitely did a lot of hit and miss strategies in the beginning until I found what really started working for me. And then I was able to have myself completely booked out within six months. And I was home um, with my daughter within two months of this day where I started researching being a virtual assistant. So... Today I want to discuss just a few really good ways to get you started and I have an awesome freebie for you in the show notes, Um, but I'll tell you more about that in just a little bit. So the top three things that I want you to focus on as you're trying to start to build your business is figuring out your niche and skills, putting together your pricing and packages, and you need a professional email my number one pet peeve when I see people trying to start a business and using just the ridiculous email that they've had for years, possibly started way back in high school. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna out myself here and say that when I was in college, I really wanted to start a blog called The Zesty Zebra. Um, So that is one of the emails that I originally had and used for a very long time. I no longer use it. Well, it's still on, it's still my Google Chrome, but I don't actually give that email to anybody. I also can't receive any emails on it because it's apparently full. I don't know why, but it is. But that's completely off topic. So let's hit back to why your niche and skills should be the very first thing that you actually work on. Everything literally depends on what your niche and what skills you have. So your pricing, your business name, um, who you're going to work with, all of that starts with your skills and then what industry you actually have any kind of an interest in. So I really want you to sit down and just write every applicable skill that you think that you have. Um, Some might surprise you, like meal planning and those things can totally be a skill that you can um, offer to other people. I've actually seen it in a lot of um, Facebook groups as something that people would be potentially interested in. It's even actually something that I offered in the very beginning, but I only did a few of those before I realized that trying to figure out other people's diets just was not something that entertained me in the least, and that went out the window pretty quickly. Second, I want you to make a list of all the industries that interest you. So the potential of working, maybe you just really want to work with local small businesses and you actually want to get to see the people in person and talk to them in person and that's something you're interested in. Uh, maybe you're super interested in certain kinds of photography, wedding photography, equine photography. There, There's just so much. I'm super interested in photography. And I think if I was redoing this all, I would have definitely gone back and focused on equine photography. Just would literally blow my mind every day. And I think I would never grow tired of it. Honestly, sometimes I think of just like, scrapping everything I've already built and going for equine photography to work with some of those photographers because I think their art is absolutely amazing. But once again, that is another tangent. Um, I really go more in depth on um, industries and finding your niche in the episode number eight, how to find your first client. Um, So I'm going to move on to the next step, which is then Only after you figure out who you want to work with and what you can do for them, um, then you should start putting together your pricing and packaging. Much of what you decide to do and are skilled enough in um, can affect your pricing. If you're wanting to work with more luxury brands and have the skills and experience to do so, you can charge a lot more. Where if you're just starting and maybe don't have super specific skills, um, but you're willing to learn, then you charge in a completely different range. Um, I talk about this a lot in episode number six on how to price yourself as a virtual assistant. Um, And my special way that I like to break it down based off the bare minimum budget that you and your partner set for your family um, versus where you want to be and how to get yourself priced in that range. Um, I specifically go more in depth than that in my course, the Work at Home Boss Mama Academy as well. That way I walk you through that more step by step um, than what's even in that episode. I just want to interrupt for just a bit to tell you all about my brand new one-on-one coaching services. If building this business on your own has you completely intimidated and you don't know exactly where to start, never worry. We can sign up with a discovery call, get chatting, and see how I can help you learn your very next steps that are personalized exactly to you so you know what to do next. Head on over to SabraGilbert.com slash coaching to get all the details. And finally, as I said, my biggest pet peeve is c- people contacting potential clients with unprofessional emails. I can understand if you don't have the money or want to invest in a domain right off the bat. So you don't have to have a... Like I have hello at sabragilbert.com as my email. You don't have to have that right away. Actually, my very first email I had when I started my virtual assistance business was actually sabra.gilbertva at gmail. Now, there is one thing I'm going to highly stress is I really think you should have a Google Workspace email. So whether you buy your domain or you're just creating a free email, it should be with Google. Um, Mostly just because Google connects to almost everything these days. I've actually been able to, like you log into Canva, you can log into a few other apps and stuff Um, with your Google account now. um, I like that it has built in cloud storage with your Google Drive. Um, which I recently learned, I feel a little embarrassed to admit this, that you can actually have your Google Drive on your desktop and it makes saving things a million times easier than saving them to your computer and then going and save them to Google Drive. Do not ask me why it took me so long to realize that that was a thing, but Molly showed me an error in my ways um, within the last month here. So I just started doing that and it is so awesome. Google is, I think I use Google for everything. I'm reading off a Google Doc right now. I have so many Google folders and shared drives. And um, my husband and I do our entire budget schedule everything on Google. It's very, very, I I use Google every day. And Google Chrome is my go-to internet browser. So I have... Told you my top three main steps that I think you should have. I actually go all the way up to 10 and have a nice little workbook for you to write all your things down and check off and everything. You just have to sign up to download it in the show notes at sabergilbert.com/blog/031. So it's episode 31 of this podcast. You'll find seven additional steps than what I've talked about here. I go into organizing your systems and tools and telling you my favorite tools, writing your elevator pitch, creating your social media, getting legal, and more. So definitely go and download that right away. And you can get started on those top three things tonight and have a good start for your business within a few hours. I honestly don't think these things take more than two or three hours. You're going to want to sleep on them for sure to make sure this is actually the direction you want to head. But I don't think it takes much time to actually get that done. So take nap time, take after bedtime, just take a little time to yourself and really be honest with yourself on what you want to do. And I will be talking with you guys again soon. Have a great week. thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to share your progress and tag the work at home boss mama on Instagram so that I can cheer you on. Make sure to never miss a single episode by hitting subscribe below.